part two of the gods, 23 of them. I know I've been talking about how MJ is this and that. You know, I got to give up, give it up. You know, LeBron James, he did his thing. And he's rocking the 2-3 in Laker Nation. I hate that motherfucker. But I got to respect his game, man. You have my respect, but I do not like you one bit. I think you're a piece of shit. I think your knowledge in politics is not that smart. But... You're a fucking god at basketball, bro. You are going to be a god to many of them. And because of you, you are going to influence the mentality of the young black lives in basketball and in life, man. Um, Law enforcement, police brutality, yes, it is there. There are bad apples. And yes, they are getting away with a lot. It is fucked up i agree with that 100 percent but man you don't know what's out there man a lot of these cops they're risking their lives out every day not you guys you guys are living fancy fucking bubbly in your nice little worlds and yeah they get to as well but they work for it they got educated and yes the world is not fair but it can be I mean, I made it with uh, less than $100,000. And that's more than a lot of people because I know people that are only making less than $10,000 a year, which is very, very sad. And, you know, even the government giving money to, to people with welfare and each kid costing X amount of money. I mean... If you save that money up and you are not stupid, that can pay for a lot. That can pay for your kids' tuition when they go to college in 18 years because they're going to be collecting, they're going to be giving you money to pay for your kids' education. We are lucky. We are blessed to be living in Canada. I'm sorry, LeBron James, man. It is tough out there, and I have no idea how it is to be a fucking black man in a fucking black city. But I'll tell you what. I lived it. I've been doing drugs since I was young. I sold drugs when I was young. I turned my life around, tried to become a police officer. Did you know a cop, if you, that was a, a negative term back in the day. It was like a, um. Like a slang, like a pig in a, in terms back in the day. That's what I was taught uh, by an old lady uh, named Mrs. Keel. She was my one of my grade school teachers. And she died from cancer. But that being said, like I fought wars. I'd seen gangbangers get killed. I had family and gangs, sold drugs, got arrested. Man, I know the game, man. I know the game. Not saying that, hey, it's hard. It's just... I know a lot of friends, too, that's gotten out of the game. I mean, and they're the cool ones. They're the ones that are straight. Like, yeah, they can laugh at it because, man, it's pathetic to see how fucking sad some people are. And I've seen it. I mean, I visited my family in, up in Chi-Town earlier this year, Chicago, Illinois. I went there with my with my other cousin who only shares the only person that shares the same last name as me. Uh, he is the other M. Uh, but he's in, from a different generation. 
and he brought me to Chicago and I got to see three lifestyles. I saw the typical Filipino living with uh, your family, your parents, and your kids, three generations in a fucking house and they're happy. They're living happy. You know, one works for the government. He served in the military. I don't know what his dad does, uh, but I know they live a fucked up life too, man. I know they have their own problems. I know they've been beat. Uh, I was asked and told, like, yo, what's up with uh, with uh, with these people, you know? But no, I don't judge. They're they're my loving family, and I am blessed to have them part of my life. So the three families that I met in Chicago, man, uh, were not men. I knew, and uh, my other cousin, uh, they were known as you know divorced. Both of them divorced. Both of them had kids, and. They're living the luxurious life. They live in a fucking gigantic of a house, man. They have a piano right in front door. Fucking nicest neighborhood. Uh, and I think his house is haunted, man. Fuck, straight up. Like, he has this fucking big-ass cellar where you go under. Like, not cellar. It's a, in this basement. It's a big closet where you go under. It's like underground pathway. I'm like, yo, this is sick. I wish I had something like this. I would have made that room dope. <laughs> um... But yeah, man, they were known as the a bad family, and I and I and I saw that in them because you know my cousin he didn't give a fuck. He always said what he had to say, and recently his uh his uh stepson got arrested. He's he's a G in my books. All of them are G's, and I love them to death. I respect them. I tell their truth because they lived a bad life, but they made it work. They lived a life that I was always taught that it's bad to. And then divorce, have kids, and you know, leave your kids. I was always taught that you have to fight through everything, you know. But these guys, these guys did things. They made mistakes like everyone else, and they learned from it. And they learned from it, and they are good for it. Their kids are fucking amazing, and they're very open to it. I went in there, still doing my thing, smoking my weed, and they're cool. Like yeah, and I see that man. I see that when kids growing up because a lot of the kids these days don't they don't ever want to be what their parents are or or anything bad because kids grow up to know what is good you know kids are the future children are the future and they are smart listen to your fucking kids folks because they are smarter than you I mean you have knowledge from the the past but all the stuff that they learn now is lessons that they learn from the past and other lessons and history because this is what teaches us and we get to know what is better that's why the world is getting softer bro straight up the world is fucking soft as hell like i said i got suspended from work for it's over seven months for swearing um, uh, because i hurt some dude's feelings it was a guy like i used to be afraid of like hurting girls feelings but man these girls are tough dude like these girls, they, they're not snitches. They're not rats. Some of the men now are fucking rats because I get it. In school, back in my day, it's like if you have a fucking bully, if you have a fucking problem, you go fight them one-on-one. -on -one you deal with that shit. And that's what I did. I got in so many fights in schools. And I got suspended. I was the only one always getting suspended. The white kid fucking never got suspended, bro. But whatever. Me and those guys always became friends after because we knew what was up. I always had a great time being off school, being suspended. So I was like, yo, this is dope. <clears throat> and and people were stuck in school. <laughs> so 
yeah, man. Uh, being suspended has changed my life. It got me thinking positively. Positive. A lot of people think that, hey, man, it's a stressful time. It, it was. It was a very, very stressful time in my life, but I overcame it. I, I surpassed it uh, because of the lessons I learned from, from everything. And the, and the last family, man. The last family, the third family. I know I fucking ramble. Uh, the third family that I met was, uh, was, uh, they lived in the fucking hood, bro. They lived in an apartment building. Straight up fucking guy. Like, your typical fucking hood. I was walking there, like, me, I'm very confident. So I don't give a fuck how or where you look or if you try to flex on me. I will say hi to you with a smile on my face. And, uh, and so, yeah, man. Fucking hood dude came in with fucking white beater, fucking shorts, boxer showing, do-rag on, fucking had a laundry basket in his fucking head. Looks up to us, and he's like, happy holidays, yo. I was like, yo, man, happy holidays, dude. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of scary, actually. I That was one of the few times I experienced it, like, I, I knew about that, like, when I was younger growing up, uh, I was like, you don't really know you were in the hood until you're out the hood, basically, kind of thing, right, and, uh, fuck, man, <laughs> but, and then these kids, uh, who I was meeting was, uh, one of the, the youngest of the family who, who got pregnant before marriage, so it was like, they were looked down upon, I mean, her brother kicked her out of her own house because she brought a man inside the house, uh, I don't know what's right or wrong. Fuck, man. I do the same shit, but, yo, you fucked up getting caught. So, don't get caught. You There, there are rules set. There are always rules set. Um, And I have rules. I'll always have rules because no one likes to be disrespected. I mean, I treat you with respect. I mean, it's the golden rule. Treat me as... Treat others the way you would like to be treated. So, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like... I saw three different families. One grew up middle class, like average. The other very, very poor, and the other one super rich. And they all lived different lives. They all also had a daughter or a kid, uh, a young kid at one, two years old, like newborn. And all of them were happy, man. All of them were really happy. And that's what made my heart happy, seeing Three different families living three different lifestyles, uh, overcoming their pain, their their uh, uh, sufferings or whatever they had to go through, and because it's the culture, because our parents, our families, we're taught how to think, we're taught what to do, and if you don't do it their way or this way, you're looked down upon. I have been the rebel of my family. And this is why I admire the Bulls so much. is because of Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, he's the rebel. I am Dennis Rodman. In my family, we have... This is going to be an episode of one of these gods. It is the Mejia gods. Uh, those are my family. And... Jeez. <laughs> That's something I want to tell you all about. But that's going to be later on in this in this season. So that's me foreshadowing what's upcoming. And I hope you all enjoy what's going on. Uh, this is my second season, day two. So it's easy for me to talk. 
it's easy for me to communicate. I can give you questions and I can give you answers. Probably, probably, hopefully this season I'll have guests on. Um, because I'm trying to do my thing, man. I'm just just trying to get the word out there. Try to live positive, be happy, live, laugh, and love. That's what I could just basically preach to everyone. I know it's tough out there. I know life is shitty. And um, I know I was talking about LeBron James, which fucking got me all sidetracked. But fuck, man. Know everything before you speak up, man. I mean, I stayed quiet my whole life. I did not speak to my family. I did not preach what I thought. And this is what I believe because I gathered every single fact in my life, I could bring you down to the very core root of all my thoughts. I've accessed every knowledge that I can. I won't know the the specifics, um, like some names or some dates or like that. I mean, but I am a good note taker. And the ones that I remember, I'll always remember. Uh, and I know for a lot of you, you have that skills and quality qualities as well. Um, you can access the roots to your memory of remembering simple things. Uh, and the things that we don't need to do, we have our phone. Our phone is part of us now. Our phone is, is part of our limb. You have kids and teenagers, even adults these days, if they don't have their phone on them, they go fucking nuts. So, and that's like a fucking broken leg, man. Like, fuck. Like, it, it fucks with your brain. It bro- fucks with your, with your daily activities. The thing about me is that I learned not to use a phone. I learned not to use technology. Even to this day, I know I'm being talked or listened to. I'm being tracked. Everything, what you do, what you say, it is being heard. But the thing is, are you important enough? Are you important enough for... For anything. Um, uh, there are billions of people in this world. And yes, you are important. But there are just more important people than you. Because what the world loves is money. Money is power. And they say money is the root to all evil. And I agree. Money is the root to all evil. I have been blessed with it. But I've accepted evil. I've accepted to get the things that I wanted. And the things that I wanted, I had to be evil. Uh, I had to live the devilish life, you know? Uh, even finding my ways to the kingdom of heaven, right? I had to know what is right or what is wrong because now there is no right or wrong, basically. It all depends on the time and day. Uh, back then, growing up, I thought law enforcement were good. Now they're portrayed to be bad. Even to churches, the churches on TV, they were all portrayed to be good, and now they're all being portrayed to be bad and evil. Um, but just, that is the thing. Uh, no one is watching these things. No one is understanding or, or learning about these things. And if it is evil, it's probably off movie. But all movies are based off something. All stories, all folk tales are all based off something somewhere. Vampires, uh, stories like King Arthur, Merlin, fucking Hercules, all these gods, these Marvel characters. Who knows, maybe someone accessed those kind of things back in the future or in this near future. Uh, people are having 
superpower capabilities. I mean, if you watch X-Men back in time, it's basically racism over there. Like, and that whole show is showing, like, yo, being a mutant. Uh, even that new Will Smith movie, like, being different. It, it, being different. That's what people are afraid of. People are afraid of you to be different. So be you.